Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The McMahons are back, Corbin is out, and Dean Ambrose and Ronda Rousey issue an open challenge. All that and more on Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I like more than checks. Money. All I really want to see is the money. I don't really need to be any the money. All I back need is the money. No. I got fans <laughs> What do you think of Cardi and Offset? Do you think they're going to get back together? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Could, could be anything. Could be meat. Could be cake. We don't know. What's up, guys? This is Raw After Shows on AfterBuzz TV. My name is TK Trinidad, and we have Hobo in the building. What up, folks? He's going for Offset, I think. Do you even know who Offset is? It's a, is that a that's a transformer, right? All right. He, uh, he turns into a fire engine. No, I can't be. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna be talking about Raw. So what do you think of um, that whole? What do you think of the show overall today? Uh, it it started a little bit rocky for my taste. You know, mm-hmm. kind of there was preaching. You know, this is this is it. Big changes. Big things are changing. And it was felt like kind of the same old same old show. Right. But. Though the further on with the show we got, the more it felt like okay, all right, we're starting to see some changes. Right. I mean, they're they're hammering hammering it home on commentary. They're going, oh, things are changing, everything's changing. You know, no more automatic rematches for for uh, title mm-hmm. uh, switches, which I was I was happy with that. Yeah, I, was I don't with that too. I don't see a problem with that personally. Yeah, uh, but still. That's gone now. Yeah. They're saying new faces, new faces. You want new people? We'll give you new people. They don't think anybody really wanted new people. No. They just wanted oh. the people who were there to be used in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, I think the, the set of talent that they have chosen to come to Raw's main roster is probably the cream of the crop. Right. I, I really like what we're seeing. I don't know if it's necessarily... To Raw's main roster, yeah. Because Lars Sullivan, you've seen packages on both Raw and SmackDown. Nikki Cross has been almost exclusively SmackDown, right? With her her perfection of fellow freaks, yeah. So I I don't know if it's if this is going to be spread out between both brands or if this is exclusive to Raw. Yeah. I suppose time will have to tell, but overall, I I definitely like the way the show finished. I, I like wrestling. Yeah. I'm a wrestling fan, so I was happy to see. It in abundance tonight. Yeah. In total, only five matches on the show. But the time that was given to these matches was just innumerable. They went multiple segments, mm-hmm. and then a gauntlet match to finish out the show. A women's you, gauntlet match. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that's not been done for quite a while. And it's most certainly not been given the amount of time that this was given. This was given, I'd got to say, 40 minutes. I'm sure the, yeah. the, the actual count is up somewhere. If you're in chat, you yeah, can definitely you can throw know. that at us. But it's uh, it, this hasn't been done. It felt nice. This yeah. felt a little bit different, a little bit new. Yeah, it, it felt like the McMahons came out and they were going to you know, change everything. But they pretty much gave us the stuff that we didn't want. Because I think the biggest <laughs> the biggest thing in the blogs and people have been complaining about is more of the storylines. And not seeing you know certain wrestlers more than others and stuff like that. The roster has just gotten too big. So it seems like they didn't address any of that, and they gave us more people on the roster, which I'm afraid of, like somebody like a Nikki Cross, who's doing amazing on NXT, amazing storyline, all, all this stuff. And then I feel like she comes up there and, and her character is going to get buried, like uh, Ember Moon. So it's just kind of one of those things where I'm happy that they're going to the main roster, but are we going to see them? A lot of people uh, are uh, saying, especially in in the Discord chat that I'm a part of, uh, the dis- wait, where is this Discord? People join the dis- this Discord absolutely. chat. Absolutely. We've set up a chat, and I'll, I'll address this more at uh, the end of the show, but for the Wrestling Professionals podcast, we've set up a Discord channel. It's uh-huh. a permanent chat room for fans who are fans of us, fans of the show. Uh-huh. And we're the, all, it's sort of an ongoing conversation about wrestling in general, and tonight we covered Raw. 
and uh, they they felt that it was really kind of more the same again. Mm-hmm. They, they they weren't necessarily fans of the changes, especially the changes that they saw coming. Uh, it, it's I don't think it's a good. People don't like predictability. Yeah. So when you sort of give them things that they predict or things that they've seen before, it's a turnoff, especially in wrestling. Yeah. So to start the show, we had a long talking segment, much like we've had in many other previous weeks, mm-hmm. that went a had a commercial break in the middle of it and then went an entire other segment of, of television time dedicated to figuring out this Corbin problem, mm-hmm. to which... They had almost the same match that they had last night. And just really using Corbin as the figure for everything wrong with Raw right now. Right. Using him as the literal scapegoat and doing what you do with a scapegoat. Slaughtering that bitch. They slaughtered him. Cut off his head. Hit him with chairs. Put him through tables. They ended him. Are you excited or are you upset? I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Um, well, yeah, I, I feel like it, because before he was the acting general manager, manager, he wasn't doing much. And I love the fact that he was able to do something. But now, you know, it makes sense. Like, he can't be in that role for a long period of time because it just doesn't make sense. Or you, you have you have him just go nuts right absolutely power mad give him give him a belt have mm-hmm. him just be the mad king right but he just didn't go far enough fast enough they mm-hmm. were wishy-washy i don't think they necessarily knew where to go with the angle thing mm-hmm. i think they had an idea but then they had to change Switch. direction especially with the the, the and... tournament that they had mm-hmm. the best of the world tournament that really changed it was. I'm almost certain it was. It had to be Kurt Angle that won that, uh, and okay. then somehow it ended up being Shane McMahon. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Baron Corbin, so he comes out and he says he deserves, you know, uh, a match or to prove himself that he should become manager. And they decided to do uh, no disqualification. Kurt Angle, Apollo, Apollo Cruz, and uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode show up pretty much like they, you said. They just kept adding stipulations. At first, it was a one-on-one between Corbin and, and Angle, Angle. Mm-hmm. and that was good. I was behind that. Then they made it a, a handicap match, adding the tag team champions and Apollo Cruz. Then it was a no disqualification, and everybody just beat the just beat the hell out of yeah. him. Just which brutally. is just kind of like at one point Stephanie was for him, and then she just felt like. He wasn't doing the job, or I don't know. Yeah, That's that... a, if they addressed that, if she would have been his only advocate out of the four McMahons that were present, the four heads of the company, right. it would have felt truer to the 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 feeling of the story. Yeah. Or we saw them backstage, and she was trying to advocate for him, and right. they were like, you know, no, no, he's her. doing a good job. Right? Uh, no, he's not. Yeah, and that would be it. Yeah, it's it feels like sometimes they miss those like little. Um, they don't have to do those long talking segments or like a huge backstage thing, but like even like two or three sentences, you know, pushing the story forward versus what's going on. Right. It's kind of one of those just, things. Just neglecting something that ever happened. It yeah. just, it, that didn't happen. Yeah. We're going the other direction. Which has happened over the last switch. maybe six to eight months where lot. it's just like a lot of things have happened. It's like, well, or, oh, this didn't happen at all. Right. It doesn't exist. Right. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So is that um, Men in Black where they click the thing? Yeah. yeah. That's what they're hoping. The flashy thing. The flashy thing. They're flashy thing, yes. And their flashy thing does not work. <laughs> their flashy thing It's not thing working work. anymore. They whip it out. And we're taking a long look at it, and it's just not doing it anymore. Yeah. I feel like that could be applied in so many other ways. Really? And you, Vin, Vin Balor and Dolph Ziggler, they have, um, they have a match. How, what do you think of this match? Felt good. Yeah. These two guys are, are really well matched with each other. Similar size. Uh, I, I wouldn't say necessarily similar wrestling ability. What they bring to the table is very different. Right. But their ability to be fluid, their ability to, to really work the mat, again, it's, it's very good. They're similar and different simultaneously. So this, to me, felt 
It felt really good. I enjoyed this a lot. And then uh, Drew McIntyre um, entered the picture. Now, that's another thing. We don't know exactly what happened between Drew and Dolph. Uh, Dolph is apparently just trying to separate some, separate himself from Drew, but we don't really but know But then last why. night at TLC, uh-huh. uh, Balor and McIntyre had their match, mm-hmm. and during that match, Dolph Ziggler came out ah, and, okay. and it kicked Finn Balor, or no... He kicked McIntyre, and then backstage, then he hit Finn Balor. So it's he's I don't I don't know what he's doing. Oh, I thought you were gonna like answer my question. I'm like, okay, no, maybe I maybe no. I missed something at TLC. You didn't, the only thing you missed was the fact that this match, the the setup happened for this match at TLC. Okay, gotcha. But sort of the reasoning behind it is, I I don't know, man. Wrestling. Uh, 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 yeah. Noah is asking uh, if you guys can call into the show. Unfortunately, not. But if you keep the comments, like I just did, Noah. I'm going. I'm reading them and yeah. also hosting. So you yeah. know, you don't have to call in. You can just uh, type away. Type, type away. You dim fingers. Um. So, <laughs> um. So uh, that uh, match ends up in a disqualification because of Drew McIntyre, which leads us to um, Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose. So he comes out. But what do you do? You think this Ziggler Balor McIntyre thing is going to head into a three way? Because by the end of it, McIntyre was just laying out both parties. Claymore kicks to the head for Ziggler and Balor. Do you think we're going to see a three-way? I mean, a three-way match, wrestling-wise, would be great. Yeah. Um, a three a three-way wise uh, storyline, as far as figuring it out. Storyline, you guys, drinking game. As far as figuring it out is my frustration. Like, yeah. why? So, like, like, I think we were talking about this before the show started. It's like, if they're adding these people to the roster, there's a lot of people on the roster now that we're not seeing. So are they kind of, you know, nixing the storylines or making them very short where we're going to see more wrestling and less storylines, which is, I'm fine with, if we're just seeing wrestling more often. You, and there's no storyline. They're just going can, against You each can other. add singular promos that aren't, backstage vignettes mm-hmm. when they're walking down to the ring. Yeah. That was something that really became useful in the beginning of the Attitude Era mm-hmm. to sort of give matches uh, just more more of a feel. Yeah. Give you an understanding of why this is happening or how two competitors feel about each yeah. other more than just, oh, they're, they're punching each other in the face pretty yeah. hard. I guess they don't And like even almost other. like a ranking where you're seeing where, you know, these superstars are, you know, lined up. So you see that this person's below... This person, I think they and next used up. to do that. I don't yeah. know if they still do it. I don't. Not that I know, yeah. but chat, let me know. Um, but even that, you don't really need anybody backstage to say much, right? So then, then you see that ranking, you're like, okay, well, this person's up for this belt, and you can kind of make that understanding that you're going to do a shorter storyline. Um, so I think wrestling wise, I think it'll look great, um, especially. I would want Drew McIntyre to win, but I wouldn't. But as far as the underdog thing, I wouldn't want him to win. I would want like almost like Finn Balor to like overcome the both of them to 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 be successful. No, I, I agree. I think really the the either winner should be Finn Balor or Drew McIntyre. Dolph Ziggler doesn't really enter into it. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a he's a an addition that sort of adds color, but really. You don't imagine him winning, right? Because what would the end game be? You could see either McIntyre or Balor going on to challenge yeah. for the universal title. Um, and how long is is Ziggler's contract? Was it five years that he signed for? That that crazy amount? I forget. Um, so uh, we have Dean Ambrose uh, coming in, uh, pretty swanky with the uh, the the jacket, no shirt on, the the yeah. gold necklace. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you told me that it feels good on your nipples. The fleece. The fleece, the fleece lining of the jacket. On, on the nipples, apparently. Does. Yeah. You ever hug a sheep? Shirtless? No. no. I recommend it. Yeah. Highly. Yeah. Go for it. Um, so he issues an open challenge. And um, essentially he's calling out Seth, but Seth is nowhere to be found at that moment. Tyler Breeze comes out. You know, we haven't seen him in a long time. And uh, the last time we saw him was on, well, technically NXT. Yes, he was on the NXT episode okay. last that aired last week. Uh, wrestled Ricochet for the uh, the North American Championship. But even before that, he was SmackDown brand. He wasn't Raw. 
And they didn't even mention that there's a... Not that I'm so aware, we don't... so uh, welcome, Tyler Breeze. And yeah, they didn't even do... Because you know how they're doing like a, a, a lead-up for Lars? Like, they did that a couple weeks ago, yeah. and now they did the six people. Like, by the way, here's Tyler. I mean, he's... I think he's fallen into the category of a good hand. Oh. He's... he's you put him in any situation, mm-hmm. and he's good. But... He's not necessarily the person that they're trying to push to the forefront of anything. Right. But seeing him in a one-on-one match is a huge change. Mm -hmm. Uh, They really weren't doing anything at all with him. And now that he's wrestled for a Intercontinental Championship in a Intercontinental Championship match on Raw, kind of a big deal. Yeah, but... Yeah, okay. Well, he shows up and... <laughs> Big changes, TK. Big changes. He show- Well, I mean, Dean Ambrose did issue an open challenge, so therefore anybody can show well, up. Well, so- he issued a challenge to Seth Rollins, who no-showed. Right. And then an open challenge to anybody else who happened to be right. in the back. And Tyler Breeze I mean- might have been taking pictures for .com at the time and... Could have been relatively close to Gorilla. There's a what? I'm on my way. I know. So many options. Whereas the women, you know, they all happened to be there. Um, So he defeats Tyler Breeze, uh, calls out Seth Rollins again. His music hits. And lo and behold, Seth Rollins was there that whole time. Oh, no. He was a guard. No one could have ever predicted. How do you so? This is actually, you, you know, it kind of makes sense as far as you know. They're brothers; they're lo- no longer brothers. They're calling each other out. Now he's the champion. So you know, I'm sensing this is going to be a back and forth for a little bit. I hope not. Uh oh. I, I'm after last night. There was nothing wrong with their TLC match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, nothing, nothing outright wrong with it. Let mm-hmm. me put it that way. But it seemed pretty tone deaf for the show. Okay. The fans were not into it. They just did not. They weren't into it really at all. There's something missing from this. And I think the only remedy is to get Ambrose and Rollins the hell away from each other. It's just, it's not working. For some reason, it worked better when Rollins was the heel mm-hmm. and Ambrose was the babyface. That worked. But somehow in this reverse role, it's not working because I, I don't think the audience is, is into the reasoning. Right. I think they, they, they're just... They just don't understand. Or they're, they're too upset by the premise being Roman Reigns has leukemia. That is not a... It's a start. Right. But I don't think it's something that people can forget so easily. And I think it just makes them uncomfortable because it hits a little too right. close to home. The fact that, you know, uh, Dean Ambrose said, you know, that Roman Reigns is paying for his sins because of the... With the I think it makes yeah. people uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, on the on the reverse side, you have Natty Neidhart and Ruby Riot mm-hmm. wrestling over her dad's memory. But there's, there's something sort of final about that. Yeah. It makes it a little bit more... Okay. Yeah, and he lived his best his best life, and Absolutely. we knew that. Uh, I think it was either dementia, dementia. or so he, we knew that he was suffering. So yeah. it's a pro. Uh, right. And he, life. he lived a long life. Mm-hmm. And, and on the the other side of this, we have a man who's very sick, who might have a a shortened life. Yeah. And I think people are just uncomfortable with this. They just don't want it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of life, happy birthday to Ghost in the chat. Happy birthday! You know, you've been in the chat for a long time, so just, uh, I see that. So, happy birthday, by the way. Um, so, you're hoping that it, there's not going to be a continuation. Uh, I, I, I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Probably I, pretty wrong. But, uh, I don't want it. And the crowd in California... Yeah. Um, So that moves on to uh, Bobby Lashley, and uh, he is in the ring with the broken guitar. Um, His hype man, Leo Rush, is there as well. Um, How do you think the two are doing as far as. I like Leo's addition, but it feels like they're just stagnant with Elias. Like, do you think that they're going to move to something else, or do you think that. It, they're going to fall back down. So the problem with this, the way I see it, is n- neither of them has anything to gain from this relationship. Exactly. The, if one beats the other, it doesn't matter. Nothing is gained. Right. 
I think there has to be there has to be an explanation as to why this matters mm-hmm. beyond we don't I like don't you. know he's ho- he's hogging my spotlight yeah. or something like that or even just say that yeah. in, in so many words I don't I don't think I think they're being really wishy-washy with this and the bending over thing I'm all for glutes but it's kind of weird like a grown very muscular man bending over and showing his butt I I'm not about that life and I like Y'all know I like Bobby Lashley, but that's just kind of weird. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> like, if if there, was a, if there was a woman doing the same thing, uh-huh. it would be perceived in one way. But a man doing the exact same thing well, makes you really uncomfortable. And for that reaction, I'm like, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Keep if they were, that. like, uh... Somebody not as muscular, like I'm thinking of uh, maybe a rhino or somebody that's not as muscular and they can play into that, then yes. But Bobby Lashley just seems like he would never do that anyway. Why you got a body shame, TK? I'm not body shame. Why you got a body shame, Bobby Lashley? (laughs) I'm not body shame. I think his body is amazing. I'm just, you know. You just what? You don't like you don't like that. I just him bending over and tapping his booty cheeks just yeah. seems um like if he were like he was in the TK's boudoir, but because he does does that, he's He's not, out? He's not going to be the oh, TK's boudoir. Oh, come on. He wants it. Look at him. No, no. Look at him. Speaking of TK's boudoir, I'm going to let you know <laughs> who is in TK's boudoir this week. Let's cue TK's that music. Boudoir. Oh, yeah. Cardi, but you're here for TK's Boudoir. Yep. Okay. It's easy. I think somebody tweeted me. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but it was right after we did Ron. He's like, I can't get the, the, the song out of my head. I was singing it at work. So I appreciate it. Shout out to Evan and the person in England who created the song, and here we are. Um, so TK's Boudoir goes to a few people because, you know, it is holiday season, gift of giving. Um, so <laughs> uh, kudos to Apollo Cruz's new gear. He looks amazing. What's different about it? I haven't. I didn't actually well, take a look because he didn't have a match necessarily. It right. Was, there was so much movement. And the beard. I know he's had the beard for a while, sure. but he yeah. has. It was red gear. It's just something different. Um, I'm hoping they're going to do something with him, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Tyler Breeze making an appearance yeah. in his outfit as per usual, different colors. I'm all game the for that. Furs. Yes, so all, many furs. So many furs. And then of course Dean Ambrose with the the jacket and you know. The chain, the, the chain, jeans, the jeans. I like, yeah. I like, I like that vibe. And then um, all of the women in the gauntlet looked amazing. Their hair was on point, especially yeah. Alicia Fox. Uh, her hair was, you know, key. And then Sasha Banks changed the color of her hair. So kudos to all those people. But Bobby Lashley, that butt thing is not, not I, working. For I me. don't know. It makes people uncomfortable. I like it. You like the butt thing? I don't like. Th- I- <laughs> Careful. I don't like the butt thing. I like what the butt thing does to people. I don't think it makes people uncomfortable. Is it make it's not making me uncomfortable. It's just weird. I don't but I don't think you're alone. Well, weird is also another defining way of putting something. This is un- makes me uncomfortable. It's uh, weird. It's different. I don't understand. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I don't think you're alone. I think there's a large segment of the audience that goes, I, I don't like that. That's yeah. weird. I don't like that. Yeah. That's why I like it. Okay, well. Yeah. I like things that are weird. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Too Sandy. Rocky, Bro- Rocky Bronx says boudoir banishment. Yeah, I like banished, that. Banished. Banished. Permanently. Banished. Oh, no. I just, it's. No. 
<laughs> it, just, it doesn't even jiggle though. You gotta. You well, gotta yeah, most it. most muscle butts don't jiggle. Rock hard. Yeah, like I. Let's, but he could crack a walnut with that thing. Probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> So we have the revival. They go up against uh, the Lucha House Party, um, AOP, and the B Team. So they're going to try to earn the Raw, te- the Raw Tag Team uh, Championship match against uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. So what did you think of this match? I think the revival, we haven't seen them in a minute either. And they're good contenders, but it's just like they're just the fillers. Like, oh, we need a tag team. Let's. They're essentially the definition of what they're talking about when they, they talk about misused uh, talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and even uh, Seth Rollins brought it up last week as a real point to make. The Revival are the best tag team technically in the WWE. Mm-hmm. You, you can't argue it. No one will say any different. They are absolutely the top. And yet they they put in solid performances in, out, every week. But they do not get the opportunities that a right. lot of other people do. So they are absolutely the top of what you could say is a mismanaged talent. Is it because... It could be a couple of things. One, I haven't seen them um, on the show enough, so I don't know what their personalities are. And if you can't Just connect... with roughnecks. Yeah, but like I feel like you can't... If you can't connect with a personality, then you can't invest... Like, you can't root for them to win. Like, the B team... Like, you saw their progressions. Like, okay, Miz left. Here they are. They're trying to formulate. They came up with an idea. They came up with a new song. They did this, they did that. And when they won it, even though it was uh, on, in a joking type way, you can get behind them because, essentially, they were the B team or are the B team. Yeah. So, with Revival, it's just like, again, if we go to more of a wrestling based off of skills, and then this is where they are in the hierarchy, then I think that's when they would have the chance of being champions. But it also feels like there's a popularity, favoritism, seeing how the crowd likes or dislikes a certain group of individuals. And with the re- revival, it just seems like, yeah or nay, we don't really. Well, there's there's a, a disconnect. They're not given a whole lot of mic time. Mm-hmm. It's not because they're not good on the mic. They're actually really good on the mic. Okay. So that's not why. Uh, but because no, they're essentially heels, they operate as heels. They're bad guys, mm-hmm. but they are so technically sound. The audience has no choice but to respect them. Right. So without the mic time to point them in the direction of a heel, people are like, "Yeah, these guys are cool. But, look at look at them. They're right. so technically sound. Look at them." So it's slowly they turn to baby faces. Okay. Without the ability to say, "We don't like you," they turn into baby faces. And honestly, at this point, just make them baby faces. Just make them roughneck baby faces. Like they don't have to be good guys. Just, just don't, don't be a bad guy. Don't boo the audience. You know, that's yeah. all you don't have to do. Just, just be, be technical and do your jobs, and people will cheer. Yeah, but the thing is, you why not give them the mic? I don't, I, I don't know, man. Because if if um, Bobby Roode and Chad now have the titles, then you should have tag teams vying to you know get there. And if the and on top of you know what we had today, they also should talk and say why they deserve it. So then you establish their characters, then you get behind them or not behind them, and there's emotion involved. Holy crap! You've been paying attention. Yeah. Uh, you're 100% right. I don't know why. Oh, well, you know. Maybe. Um, I, McMahon's are in I charge know now, so we'll see. Yeah. Oh, you know why, but you can't say? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I like knowing. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with any particular team. Right. It's just how they're handling talent. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. So if, they, if they're a little bit looser with how they handle the talent, it'll allow for more expression. And it will allow for arguably uh, more emotional content. Mm-hmm. So if if they're able to do that, I honestly think it's going to be better for them. Right, but you already said that they're they're good on the mic. So the thing is, good they... on the mic and good at following a script aren't the uh, same okay. thing necessarily. Okay, unscripted, they're friggin' great. Mm-hmm. That's all i can say well maybe they will get their chance because they do they do beat uh lucha house party which i'm still not understanding i got my understanding i uh, no, i'm not understanding i don't understand where they came from i understand what's going on yeah, yeah all right. I, I like i like the fact that they're bringing a different element 
Um, but it's just kind of like... They're a tag team. They're fun. They wear masks. They're from 205 Live. Uh, they're not bad in the ring. Right. So, honestly, they're a solid addition to they the tag are, team They are, but it's just kind of like... And then, wait, is, is no, no Way Jose on SmackDown or Raw? Raw. Where he at? I don't know, TK. I don't know. <sighs> All right. So, Ronda Rousey, she comes out. Um, she's kind of confusing. So, she did her, you know, her um, her whole pitch. She started off angry. Then she kind of went into, you know, I love you guys. And then angry again. Um, I... I I kind of feel like if you are going to be that person where you are saying that you dominate all, then commit to that the whole way. Um, and don't care what everybody thinks, even when they're cheering her or even when they were doing the whole Becky thing, which is great. She kind of played that off or she, you know, she used that to her benefit. But it's just like if she were to watch it back, I hope she sees the ebbs and flows because it's just like, OK, she's, you know, this, you know, um, champion this badass champion and then she's now playing to the crowd then she's a badass champion and now she's playing to the crowd her emotions is sort of transition very sharply mm-hmm. and i see what you're saying um and that's that's just a comfort thing in the ring right um she's not 100 percent used to being in front of crowds in that way where she wants them to feel a particular way. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing when you're just speaking and you don't really care what anybody right. thinks or feels. But when you get out there and you're handed a microphone, you really want people to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you, you try and give them an emotion to follow. But, again, that's, that's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world. It's really difficult. It's not. However, I don't know if you saw Eric Bischoff did a TED Talk. Did you see that? I saw that he did it. I have not yet watched I it. I finally got to watch it, and it's really interesting how he pretty much sums up, you know, our political climate and how they're how they're pretty much stealing all the moves from WWE and wrestling. And when you think about it like that, I kind of wish that she would watch it because then, that, then I think she can use that and then go for it. Because I think when she does, when she tries to be like that badass champion, she's trying to go 110 that way and therefore it's going to dip down because that's not her naturally. Like when I met her, she just seemed like a, just a cool chick, very mild manner, very keep to herself. She's not that, you know, boisterous, you know, I'm the best. So and even when she did that in the UFC, she didn't have to do it in for uh, how long did she talk? Maybe Three to five minutes, three minutes. If that, yeah. So she didn't have to do that in the UFC. So I feel like if she kind of comes down to sixty, and still emotes like I'm the best, right? And you guys can't top topple me, then that maybe that consistency would would make sense. But if you guys haven't seen the TED Talk, Eric Bischoff is really good, so you definitely should check that out. Um, so she essentially issues uh, um, an open challenge. All the women, not the men, which is weird. Are you know clamoring to get there, which I didn't really like that part. It just just seemed very sexist. Yeah, not no, se- I don't... sexist is not the word. It just seemed very uh, stereotypical. Like, oh, really? the women are clucking to try to get this position when Dean Ambrose issued a challenge. We didn't see like the men, unless that has happened before, where you see a bunch of men essentially attacking. And like you know, saying they want that does happen fairly regularly. Okay, you know somebody will be talking. It's usually an opening to Raw. Somebody is talking, right? Um, the champion. Uh, so one guy comes out, then another guy comes out, another guy. Comes yeah, out, but then they, they they come out and they 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 speak, and it's like one yeah. after the other. Just all of them at one just seems very like stereotypical. But I might have that, missed that it somewhere else. That came off in a in a different way for me. They actually in that moment seemed to me. Like, they were more willing to try and grasp the proverbial brass ring than right. the men. They're making the men look complacent. Mm. They look hungry. Okay. They want a chance. They want an opportunity mm. at all costs to get in there with the champion and to prove themselves, whereas the men are complacent. Hmm. That's how it comes off to me. Okay. That's just my... I like. I do, I do like that. I just... Wish they might have done it. Just well, all of them. It, that's how it plays out. It's like all of them were were watching. They were w- waiting for Ronda to get out there. Mm-hmm. And they were all. They all had the same idea. They're all going to go and challenge. Right. So uh, they all tried to go and challenge. Stephanie Man comes out. She brings them all out, and she's like, "You know what? We're going to do a gauntlet match." Which 
The frustrating thing is, for me, is that we all know that Rhonda, I mean, at least she's there, um, you know, better than Brock Lesnar, but it's like Rhonda doesn't um, do the week-to-week, you know, wrestling. It's it's just, and, and that's the frustrating part. I, the, the ending product came out well, where we have the gauntlet yes. match, and it was an amazing matches, but the frustrating part is, like, we knew that she's not gonna, we, we knew she was gonna win yesterday, and we knew that she wasn't gonna wrestle today. And the, the 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 probability of her losing next week is very slim. But you never know. It's a new it's a I, new, I, new I thing. I don't know. I don't know anyone else who could put a bigger challenge in front of Ronda Rousey than Nia Jax. Um, and she beat Nia Jax. I don't want to say with ease, but really. And with, then where was Nia? Not much effort. Is she injured? Is she okay? Like how did how did she do in tail say that she didn't show up today? Uh, the best I could possibly explain it is she lost after saying so confidently how she was going to win. Right. Her, but she's embarrassed. Her confidence is broken. Yeah. Oh. She's embarrassed. Okay. Because she got thumped. I mean, she did her damnedest, but Ronda. How long did the match last? Uh I. I'm not sure. Less than it 10? Maybe 10, maybe less. Okay. But not more than 10. Okay. And, uh, yeah, she was just able to, with her skills, mm-hmm. she was able to take Nia down pretty much right away. Yeah. And to neutralize size like that, which is Nia's greatest asset, mm-hmm. just totally deflates her as, as a viable opponent. Yeah. And just, then also, too, we don't know what happened to Alexa Bliss. Like, the fact that Baron Corbin is gone and he made Alexa kind of in charge of the women. Yeah, Alexa What's just happening got with cleared her? to wrestle again. Okay, so she might show up next week. Yeah, technically she should have showed up this week, but maybe they're waiting. I don't know. So the Gauntlet match starts off with Alicia Fox and versus Bailey. Um, really great... I, I think Alicia kind of showed out a little bit more uh, than in recent weeks. I think she tried. I think she was given the opportunity to mm-hmm. because they gave her more time. But, th- again, the longer she's out there, in my opinion, the more she exposed that she's not quite as good as everybody else. Her her strikes lacked uh, snap, mm-hmm. and she didn't seem to be as in control as... She should have with someone who has the experience that she has. Right. Well, the lack of experience thereof, maybe. Uh, she loses to Bailey. Then Bailey goes up against Dana Brooke, um, another person that we kind of see a little bit more, but we don't. I have no idea what they're we're doing. We're, right. What they're doing with her. Um, but again, if there's less storylines, drinking game. Uh, if there's less storylines, then you know it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, I mean. With wrestling matches, wrestling matches in themselves are Mm storylines. So you don't necessarily have to write in everything that's going on. Oh, yeah, and the knee thing that Bailey did versus Alicia Fox. At the the end of the match, toward the end of the match, Bailey hit an up and over and tweaked her knee Mm -hmm. and then got booted in the face. But Foxy, not again, not using her, her acumen the way she should have, mm-hmm. put herself in a pitting position that allowed for her to get rolled backwards onto her shoulders. Right. Dana Brooks sees this, comes out, and immediately, like a pit bull, goes right after that knee. Yeah. And for the majority of the match, has Bailey on the ropes, just laying into that knee. And that's what I that's what I do like when uh, the wrestlers have enough time to tell a story without. An additional storyline, like yeah. I guess the storyline was to see who's going to get to Ronda, yes. and they're going against each other, and you can kind of see that. So that 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 I definitely agree with, um, but still don't know what's happening with Dana. Well, I mean the 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 point was to make Dana look like she really wanted to make the most of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. She did. She was very aggressive, very aggressive. But then Bailey is so strong. That she hit that snap belly to belly out of mm-hmm. nowhere. That was the end of it. Here's the thing. Uh, seeing Dana come out, did you think at any time Dana would have won? No, uh, I I don't personally. Yeah. But... I think the majority of people don't. Right. And, that's a, and I understand that some things are going to be predictable because if you watch Raw Wrestling WWE long enough, you're going to know... You know who's at the top of the pecking order, who's not. But you know, sometimes you just want to be surprised. 
Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, I think the the way this whole thing ended was kind of surprising. Toward the end, we were going, well, this person... Honestly, of all of them mm. that, that entered into this gauntlet match, the two I did not see winning, potentially, Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke. Mm -hmm. Those are the two. The rest of them, I truly could have seen them win this. Right. Until... Uh, well, we'll get to that. Um, so Bailey defeats uh, Dana. Then Bailey goes up against Mickey Mickey, Mickey James. Um, great match. I, I I was impressed, but Mickey James is a veteran, right? And she's a veteran, and she she really moves like a veteran. Mm -hmm. She's very intelligent with the way she she moves in that ring, and again did capitalized on the work that Dana Brooke had done and that Alicia Fox had done and capitalized on that knee and it it was still a factor in this match there was a certain point where Bailey was trying to transition into the ring mm -hmm. and tried to spring off the ropes and she just crumbled and just had grabbed that knee there was just yeah. no way to come back Pretty from much that gave but up. then she ended up being able to give Mickey a back elbow hop up and give her a cross body but she just absolutely crumbled in that moment well yep it didn't work too well for her because Mickey James defeats Bailey and then uh, Mickey James goes against or goes up against Ember Moon um, I like that they're giving Ember Moon um, a lot of time like a lot of time and you're seeing her almost week to week yeah um, that's the one thing you can say is she doesn't have a concurrent storyline, mm -hmm. but she's always there, and mm -hmm. that's the best thing for somebody. Yeah, just just have time. So, are you are you thinking that the fact that she's always there, eventually something is going to come out of that, like organically, or they just feel like she's um, she's always there? She's in a, a good position. She's a good wrestler. Therefore, she can fill in that. You know. I say yes to both. Honestly, they they could make something for her, if, or if something organic happens that they can capitalize on, they may do that. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they trust her to be somebody who's there every week is a good thing. Yep. So uh, Amber Moon uh, ends up defeating Mickey James, and then she goes up against uh, Natalia. Um, and at one point, I believe Amber Moon and Natalia were like. In uh, tag teams, not tag teams, but they were partners at one point. They I might think have so. been, yeah. Um, not, mean, not to say, right, you know. it's, right? It's not running yeah. currently. Um, so they go up against each other. Um, this is when I started seeing, like, oh, like they might be playing Natalia into the whole Ronda Rousey thing because they were good friends, and now you're kind of getting um, invested in it. But then I saw that they're going to have this uh, match next week. But there's still something that might be able to carry over to 20, uh, 2019 that will give Ronda something to sustain with that belt. Because she's pretty much gone through the whole locker room at, in yeah, some way, shape, or form. pretty much. Um, so Natalia beats Amber Moon. She goes up against uh, Ruby Riot. Um, something pretty much from yesterday. Right. It was a, a repeat, but kind of in a Different. good way because it wasn't exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But the stakes were still there. Yeah. You know, the wounds are still fresh. So you can kind of capitalize on what happened yesterday. It was a, it was a hard-fought tables match, both emotional and hard-fought. And it was, it was good to see them kind of using that, not, not necessarily using it toward anything, but using it to sort of enhance a yeah. moment that's existing currently. And I do... Ruby Riot seems like even though she's hasn't had the opportunity, I believe she seems like it's only a matter of time that she'll get the belt. Yeah, no, I, she's she is truly the leader of her pack, mm -hmm. and she has a wealth of experience in the the wrestling business that I think is is almost uh, more valuable than anything right now. So while and she can she's, talk and she has the right, look. While she's helping grow the two other individuals in the Riot Squad, mm -hmm. she herself is just cementing her position as a true leader and somebody who is going to carry the women's division of the future. And then also makes the um, her role believable. Like, you know how sometimes you see some wrestlers and they either just keep losing or winning and there's there's kind of nothing going on? It's like the, the chances that she does have, she tells that story with the with the with the whole faction and it kind of makes sense and you're invested in it because then at a point you're like well I want to see what she would do with the belt yeah so um but that's not going to happen because uh Natalia defeats Ruby Riot and then she goes up against Sasha Banks um which is a which is a great match and then 
even though I thought Natalia was going to win, I was kind of hoping that Sasha would win because I don't think Sasha has gone up against Ronda Rousey. No, she hasn't, to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. And it would be it would be different. I'd, I'd say it would have to really bring out a scrappier Sasha Banks mm-hmm. because I think Ronda actually has a size advantage. And having a size advantage with a judo background, she, uh, Sasha Banks would just get tossed. So she'd have to fight a really smart fight. Right. Was kind of when she was scrappy with the. Well, I mean, Bailey's a hugger, so I guess you can be scrappy with right. huggers. Yeah. Um, so essentially, um, Natalia beats uh, Sasha Banks, and that leads us with uh, Natalia and Ronda Rousey next week. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh boy. Which I think was a good thing for the WWE to do because for wrestling fans, you kind of want to see this, and then you will tune in on Christmas Eve because I think if anything else happened, you might not have you. You'd be like, I'll catch it on Twitter. Or you might, you wouldn't be as invested. And as you said, Ronda Rousey doesn't wrestle on Raw very often, so the fact that she is is a draw. Mm-hmm. You're automatically going to draw eyeballs, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So, any predictions for next week? Uh, really, don't have many predictions. Are you going to watch next week? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be eating, you know, dinner. Oh, so. wearing sheepskins with no yeah. shirts. Yeah, absolutely. And hugging sheep. Yes, hugging sheep. All right. It's a Christmas tradition. Before we go, can we can we talk over the NXT column sure. that they announced? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've got, from NXT, we have Lars Sullivan, Lacey Evans, EC3, Heavy Machinery, who is Tucker Knight, Notice Notisvik, mm-hmm. and Nikki Cross. Lacey Evans, I I like, but I also dislike because I feel like, and I know you cover it way, you cover it in detail, but I dislike because I feel like she could still do a little bit more in NXT. Or am I incorrect? No, no, no. You you are right. Um, There's there's sort of been, she hasn't gone as far as many think that she could, but then there's the frame of mind that she doesn't necessarily fit with the current NXT women's environment. She uh, she she doesn't come from a wrestling background, mm-hmm. and as such, she's a, a product of the WWE Performance Center, which makes her better attuned to TV than to be on NXT TV. So moving her up to the main roster is probably going to give her more opportunities mm-hmm. to in, in better feuds than in NXT currently. If she keeps the same character and she's allowed a little bit of time, like what she was doing the NXT as far as like cleaning out the locker room and bringing, you know, more womenly whatever, then and tries to bring it to the Raw locker room or whichever locker room, then I could kind of see how that would work. It's just seeing it, they're actually going to give her She's very different and I think doing anything else other than what she's doing right now would make her just another yeah. another woman in in the division but keeping her pinup roots mm-hmm. and the the fact that she is a former marine yep. mother really, mother and that really hammers home that she's something different and yeah. something to be to be feared cuz yeah. she's she's very powerful yeah so i mean we'll we'll, we'll see and then uh, nikki cross is coming up as well but she's been up so that's kind of Kind of confusing for yeah. a lot of people. It's it's like announcing somebody who's already here. Yeah. And, and Nikki Cross is coming. Hi, everybody. She's right there. We see her. She's not coming. She's here. She's here. Well, I mean, she showed up for... Uh, she went up against Becky, and then she disappeared again. She was back on NXT. Right. So there was no official... Um, right. It's, it was kind of weird how they handled it. It yeah. was official and not official, because then she had a match at NXT TakeOver, which was good, but yeah. still... That might have been her last match, depending upon the set of tapings. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking about really big prospects, heavy machinery, mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest tag teams, physically speaking, mm-hmm. to come up in quite a long time. I think they've got several pounds on the Authors of Pain. Okay. Both of them powerful guys. The bigger of the two being Tucker Knight, who is about six foot six six foot seven he's really the high flyer of the two okay <laughs> all right Otis Dozovic is maybe a couple inches taller than me and has about 150 pounds on me he is just he's a bicep with legs 
He's the most powerful thing I think I've ever seen. So who do you, where do you think they would end, end up? They you think could, SmackDown they could or Raw? pretty much end up anywhere. Because they're both entertaining and incredibly hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. All their offense, while, while being very entertainment-styled offense, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that would mess you up. I kind of feel like uh, because SmackDown has entertaining tag teams, even though it's getting kind of stale and old... Uh, you can recycle it a little bit more. With uh, with Raw, it feels like the tag teams, they need something. Like, we, we, we have the talent, but we need somebody, something to mix it up. And if, they're, if, if they have that, I'd rather them go on Raw. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, so in that way, maybe EC3 would be really good on SmackDown. Because he's got personality for oh, yeah. days. I Less mean, Tanner, though. Less Tanner. I mean, he is he is a rich, rich mahogany. Yeah, like, unnecessary. No, it's it's really wild. And then Lars Sullivan being the powerhouse freak, in quotes, that yeah. he is. I, I think he'll be good on either. Yeah. Truly. So it's it's, I think we're... Of of the individuals that we have, any of them could really do well. So they said that they're coming up. Do you think they're going to come up next week, or you think they're going to come back uh, come up in twenty nineteen? <sighs> really hard to say. Really hard to say. I feel point. like they can't. They shouldn't blow the wad uh, yet. They should so keep save it, teasing. save it for New Year, or maybe not put or, everybody on in one or shot. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble would probably be the best way to yeah. to give them the the, the right all push. of their here. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, yeah. uh, so clearly, you're, or not clearly, you said that you will not be watching next week because you're going to be eating and yeah. hugging sheep. Yep. Um, and, I, and somebody did ask in the chat if we are having a show next week. No, we no. are not studio because the studio is closed. closed, so we can't have it uh, next week. But if you check any of our individual uh, Twitter handles, Evan T. Mac, uh, Johnny should be back from the cruise, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, or mine, I, I might be watching it, depending. Um, you can check all our stuff and, you know, ask us our opinion, all that good stuff. But um, also, where can they find you? Well, I, I have a small announcement to make. If you're oh, a fan okay. of the NXT podcast, we are currently going to be moving out of the AfterBuzz studios. We, we've we enjoyed our time here almost, for me personally, almost five years. Wow. And uh, this show on Wednesday is going to be our last show at the AfterBuzz studios. Um, we will be continuing the show, however. And we're rebranding it as the Wrestling Professionals Podcast. All three of us being individuals who work in the professional wrestling business at different points. But wrestling professionals all the same. Mm -hmm. So you can follow us on Twitter at The Wrestling Pros and on Discord and Twitch at Wrestling Professionals. There you can catch all of the new things that we have that we're working on. We're working on a lot of... Uh, different content, expanding content, but still bringing you the same news and opinions that you've counted on for all these years. And we want to thank AfterBuzz especially for this. And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Please tune in. You're staying for Raw, though, right? Uh, Depends on if they're getting better or not, right? Follow me on Twitter (laughs) at BanesDestroy. Well, that's it for us for 2018, I think. Yeah, that's it for for us for 2018. The next time some of us or all of us or some faction of us, uh, you'll see us in Raw in 2019. Uh, You can follow me me on everything at TKTrainAd. Catch me on VH1. Catch me on Hip Hop DX, too. If you're interested in Kanye and Drake, the beef, how it all started, I spent a ridiculous amount of time recording that. So if you check out Hip Hop DX, you can find out uh, how that all went. Are you interested? Yeah, I'm way in. <laughs> Yeezy for life. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in 2019. Bye-bye. Ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.